When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yes, that is the sweet sounds of the late Jerry Garcia, who died 22 years ago uh, on August 9th. Uh, we originally recorded this show on August 9th, so it had a little more meaning then, but we're, we're two days later now. It's August 11th. Joe Gill, Jimmy Murphy right here in the Bruins Beat on CLNS Media, and uh, we bring you into the Grateful Dead, yes, to honor Jerry Garcia uh, a lot of dead fans actually like to call that, Joe, uh, from August 2nd, which was his birthday, to August 9th, which is the day he passed away. It's an exact week. So, uh, actually, after we recorded that amazing podcast that never was to be, that we will never have a, a version of again, probably will be the best one we ever do, right? Because we, we didn't record it, right? That, that was like Geraldo going into looking for Cal, uh, Al Capone's vault and there was nothing in it. So that was about the same thing. No, that was like if he found it, but nobody saw it. <laughs> yes. It was like if he, he was in the woods and the tree fell, but nobody heard it. You know, yeah, like nobody that, heard it, Jimmy. That, that, was, Jimmy. that, was, that was our recording. And actually, I go out, uh, Joe, after we record that, and I go to my local here in Waltham, Mass. Uh, it's become my local because they, they play such great music. They have a great staff. Oh. It's called the Gaff. Free plug here. And I'm uh, gonna go. We're gonna go. We're gonna and, go. And time. after that, Miss Mr. Gaff and Mrs. Gaff, uh, you will pay if we advertise you again. But um, you know, it, it's a great place. It's a good. It, it's good character. Good people. It's really chill. And I walk in after recording that podcast that had that Jerry Garcia Grateful Dead theme to it. No and, and the it's open mic night, and the guy jamming is playing Scarlet Begonias, and I'm like, 
Whoa, that oh was God. weird. Oh my God. So then I'm thinking like, I'm like, wow, that's great. We have this great, po and then I get that yeah, message from, from uh, our, our producer, Jason Buckley. And Jason says, uh, yeah, guys, that did record. We're fucked. Ah, uh, hmm. So yeah, there we go. Happens, Jimmy, this is what happens when you give monk, you know, uh, tools to monkeys. So that's what happens. Yes, exactly. Uh, so here we are. Take two. Uh, the Bruins beat, I believe it's edition number four with you and I, uh, Joe. And like I said, it's got a number great three. Team. It's actually three point five. Okay, we'll say three point five. Uh, <laughs> and and a, a little Jerry Garcia story before we get into it, and it is hockey related. Uh, so nineteen ninety five, which is a, a a significant year in Boston Bruins history because uh, if you recall the 94-95 season, which was cut in half and didn't start till January uh, 1995 because of a lockout, um, was the last season ever at TD Garden. Uh, so a great, you know, moment in Bruins, or not a great moment, actually a sad moment in Bruins mm -hmm. history. Um, and that year, I uh, am a sophomore at UMass Amherst and a good... 40 to 45 minutes max down the road on 91 happens to be the Hartford Civic Center. In those days, if you had a student ID, you got in for 10 bucks and you got $3 beers at an NHL game. Can you imagine that today? The mall. Just think about yeah. oh, that, folks. Folks, think about the, I mean, Joe, think about uh, that deal right now. Dude, I mean, Jimmy, I, he used I to think go to concerts for twenty bucks. Jimmy, he's yeah. going to Western Central for twenty bucks. Now they're like seventy dollars. Yeah, insane. I mean, I mean, oh, I wanted to go actually uh, tonight as we record this. Uh, one of my favorite bands, Social D, is at the Palladium in Worcester. Um, I'm going to let you know. You, you're going to. I am not going to Tesla next Wednesday, so I will be here to do oh, the show good. with you. It's just and uh, you know what, record. Joe? That's just a sign. <laughs> and hopefully record it. That's what we're trying to do. Hopefully that, record it. That went right over your head, buddy. You are sons of bitches. Tesla signs, you know. Oh, dude, you know what? You know what? Everybody loves that song, but it's probably not because you know it's a fucking it's dead song. It's not their best song. You know, Truckin's a good song. That's oh, a yeah. dead song. They did a great cover of that. I know. Um, is that on Is that on dedicated? By the way. So the, what's that? That's on dedicated, right? With like, there was like twenty five bands. I think did a bunch of dead tribute songs. Uh. This and James Addiction well, does a great song on there. They do uh, Ripple, which we're going to close yeah. the show with. Tesla's really good. They, uh, I know that they did that sign song, and they're very popular and very uh, successful five-man acoustical jam that came out in the late 80s. Okay. Um, but that, you know, I'm like I said, I'm not a big Dead fan. I like a couple songs. But, you know, I did like... Uh, I like John Mayer. I, you know, I think he's a way better guitarist than a singer. Oh, it's amazing. And he was playing I with think him. he's been a great fit. You know, but let's get back to this story. So there we are. We uh, we go down, a group of us. We had a busload. <clears throat> excuse me. And then five sidecars going down uh, for the trip. I mean, there was a good 40-something of us coming down from Amherst. Uh, all my housemates, pretty much my whole, like, group. And then we're all there. We're having a great time. And... I, I just decided to drive that day, so I said, you know what, I'm going to stop after the first period. I stopped drinking, sobered up, uh, had a nice greasy steak and cheese right outside, was ready to go, except I didn't realize that all my passengers would be tripping on either shrooms or acid or both. I should have realized that, uh, considering the crowd I was with, Um and, you know, we, we put on the dead. I tried to mellow them out a bit because they, they were really uh, 
seeing the ride a lot different than I was. Uh, and so there we are in dead traffic coming out of Hartford on 91 because there's so many people going back to Amherst. And uh, we put the windows down. It's a nice day in March. And all of a sudden, Ripple comes on by the dead. And everybody around us in the highway starts blasting it and singing it. And people are out in the streets dancing. And it was a great, you know, in honor of Jerry Garcia, I had to tell that story. It was a great uh, hockey, grateful dead memory, if there is such a thing. Beautiful thing. It really is. And, uh, you know, speaking of tripping, Joe, uh, <laughs> how tripping, I mean, I, I'm wondering, did they do shrooms, acid, both, coke, mescaline? I mean, what, what drugs were, were the NHL network What 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 drugs were the was the NHL panel on when they decided their top uh, ten goalies recently? It uh, didn't have go. Tuka Rask uh, in there. Look, Bruins fans, I'm not going to argue with you. Has it been a pretty three years for Tuka Rask? No, he's had some ups and downs for sure. It's been a roller coaster for him. Um, but let's face it, they don't even taste Game Six of that series last year against the Ottawa Senators, let alone the playoffs without Tuka Rask. True and, story. And like. Let's think about the defense that was in front of him. So who the hell is the NHL network to not put him in, a t- in the top 10 there, considering out of active goalies right now, he has the best save percentage ever in his career. So uh, your take on that, Joe, I know you're not always a RAS fan, but I, oh. I, I think we're in agreement here. You know what? I mean, again, you know, we went through this the other night in our uh, ghost version of the uh, story uh, of the podcast. Um, I think it's uh, – as they call it, le horseshit. Um, I think that's bullshit. So, um, did he have a great year? La- I mean, the last three years has he been great? It's Tabanak. Tabanak. I don't know if that even means. Um, that's but he, has, he should be top ten. There's no, there's no doubt about it. Like top five, maybe not. I'm a huge Tuka fan, but not top ten. That's complete horseshit. That's complete horseshit in every way. Let's go through. I'm going to go through the list quickly, Jim. Uh, I'm going to go through this list. Carey Price, number one. Uh, how many Stanley Cup finals has he been to? 0.0. Brad, Braden Holtby. Wait, 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 wait. But see, and here's the thing. I mean, I don't know what the the criteria criteria of this, this list was. I mean, if you're talking current goalies in the NHL and you're considering their international play as well as their NHL play, well, then I could see Carey Price at number one. Right. I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm all right with that there. Yeah, okay. And then we got Brayton Holtby, who actually crapped his pants this year um, in the playoffs. Yeah, I would right? have him more in the year. six to seven to eight range. Yeah, Sergey Borowski's good every three years. And he sucks the other two. In the so I'd have him up there around the same as Holtby. Matt Murray, I, you know, rookie, uh, two Stanley Cups. Uh, I see I, him he top has, No, he's got to be in there. Clutch. He, you know, he's better than Le Flower. I mean, not not – you know, it's a it's a small example of him so far, but what yeah. we've seen from him, he's a freaking stud. So yeah. I have no problem with that. Uh, Devin Dubinick, uh, whatever the goddamn name is, he used to play at Edmonton, he used to suck, and he goes to Minnesota, and he's pretty. No, decent. but you know, well, well, here's the thing, Joe, with him. Here, here's an interesting thing with him. Do I think he's top? What is it? They have him at four. You said or five? five. Okay, he's not top five. I do put him in my in the second tier. There, maybe okay. eight, nine or ten. Yeah, okay. he's borderline. Okay. He's borderline top ten because let, let's face it, man. Look at his stats cumulatively 
with the exception of the first half of this past season, he came back. He had a great second half. The, the, mm. the Wild don't even taste the freaking playoffs without him. Uh, sure. He's been amazing. I don't blame him for his progression, you know, that it stalled and he sucked in Montreal. He sucked in Edmonton. He sucked wherever he was. You know, I mean, look at Tim Thomas, man. Oh. The guy didn't break out till he was in his Crazy mid-30s, job. you know. So there's not – I you can't knock a guy for that. I actually – I actually respect that more than anything. It's it, being a freelance journalist uh, battling my way through right now in, in my early 40s. You know, like, I, I can't knock a guy for not blossoming till he got into his mid-30s to late-30s. Jimmy, you're my blossom, Jimmy. But he's not, um, he's not a nine, I mean, he's no more than a 9 or 10. He's no more than a 9 or 10. Yes. Jonathan Quick, uh, three years ago, top three. Now, bottom, you know, he's probably bottom. Uh, he's well, probably I mean, seven. I, yeah, he's the same thing. Tail end of the 10, you know, tail end of the 10. Yep, he's getting hurt. He's catching up with him. Can't tell, but, oh, Christ, lightning in a ball. Now, that's bullshit. Yeah, I mean, I he's mean, had one on. good year. He's had one good year. And he because doesn't it, even, it, like, it, I mean, it, it wasn't necessarily the best year. You know? They want Edmonton to be real, you know. They want Edmonton to be, you know, somewhat of a story because McDavid. We know McDavid's unbelievable, but you want to put Edmonton back in the playoffs because Canadian team, all this bullshit. So that's why he's getting the pub. Okay, let's be, let's call a spade a spade. Yeah. Uh, uh, Henrik Lundqvist. Yeah, I think eight is probably exactly where he belongs. He's not Hendrick of a couple years ago. He's not Hendrick of even last year. He he's eight. That's perfectly good. Now, this is where Tuca should be in. Eight to ten, seven to ten. Okay, Martin Jones. Okay, now he's gonna be. I don't know how many times I'm gonna hear this. If we kept Martin Jones, we'd be so much better. No, that's not true because you didn't have San Jose's defense. So let's tell the truth. Okay, you don't know how good he would have been here at all. You have no idea. I just hate that argument. It makes me pissed off. There's a guy called Ryan Richards in my freaking chat room. It's always like Trey Rask, Martin Jones. Martin Jones. Okay, how many cups he's got? Zero. He went to one. Yes, but he also has one of the best defenses in the league. So shut it. And Rene, I don't know what they based it on. I guess just regular season. He went to the Cup final. He had shitty games on the road, but he was incredible at home. So I don't. I think he deserves higher than ten. You know what I mean? I think Talbot could be off this list. And I think Tuka should be on it. I would have. I'd have Rene in the literally in the top five. Easy. Yeah, no doubt. He went to the fucking Cup. But he's and he's been nasty. Like he's been insane. So he's been I, injured too. Yeah, he's been injured too. I guess so, it's just, you know, it's his... It's, you know, like you said, I, I, you're, you're a buddy of Kevin Weeks. You didn't know what the hell he was talking. What I he know, and I love Kevin Weeks. I love I him. I love Kevin Weeks, too. But uh, I don't, And he's a big Tuca guy, as you mentioned before. Which is weird, right? So why? how did this happen? So uh, I don't know how Tuca's not top ten. I don't give a shit if you hate Tuca Rask and you, love, you wear Tim Thomas underoos. There's no doubt that Tuca, no, he, should be no, he should be at least, at the very least, 9 to 10. Very yeah. least. So here, here's what I'll say. It, you know, I'll try to spin a positive out of this. I, I really hope that the Tuca can take this and he sees this because, I mean, it's it, it's a dead time in a hockey news cycle, right? And it, it, that, this did get a lot of play, not just in Boston. I mean, oh, nationally, it got a lot of play. Uh, so oh. he had to have seen that. I, I they're going to try and say, "Well, I don't follow social media. I try to stay off." Yeah, bullshit. Well, uh, you you, you know these the guys are on social media twenty four seven. Like, who are we kidding? Okay, so he had to have seen that, and I hope he takes it to heart and he comes out and he has this. That's been kind of the thing lately for Tuca, right? It's been a tough start to the last few seasons. I hope Tuca comes out 
and just really rips it up. But as I tweeted the other day, uh, prior to our ghost recording, uh, and I said this then, I uh, I've got a very high up source with the N uh, with the NHL and with the Bruins. I mean, actually three sources that I trust very much telling me that Don Sweeney has basically put a mandate on the coaching staff that Tuca will not get more than 60 starts. He would prefer 55. That is Don Sweeney's max. But he understands. He understands that shit happens. And, you know, who knows? Maybe you're in the heat of, a uh, you know, making that last playoff seat at the end of the year and you got to play him a little more than expected. It happens. But Don Sweeney would actually prefer 55. And I'm right with him there, man. Um... My question, well, Jimmy, though, you, you my question though, Joe, is the Bruins you in their current state. a great stat about the Tuca argument. What did we talk about? Who's number one in save percentage? Tuca. Yes, sir. Okay. But my question to you, Joe, is, and, and to Bruins fans out there, I know you got a crowd listening on Facebook Live, love to hear their take as well, is that, you know, I think that's a great – Goal. I think that's it's very reasonable. It's very realistic. I think it's smart. My problem is they don't have the backup to do it, and that's no, no offense to Hudobin. I think he's a great guy. He's good in the clubhouse, but I mean, let's face it, he sucks. And the thing is, the dough blows. So you're talking twenty-two to twenty-seven games from your backup. I don't trust Hudobin in that span. Nope. So what do you do? No, I mean, he was, I mean uh, who's out there right now? Well, remember the end of the year he caught when uh, Cassidy took over. He caught lightning in the ball. He was pretty good at the end. Prior to that, the what the last four, like the first fifty games, he was that wasn't there. him catching Larry, lightning. No, that was, was a team. Player. That was a team. You and I could have won a couple games the way they were playing then. Oh, dude, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Because I, I moved so well as a forty-four-year-old fat man. Um, but yes, I mean, well, he, he? Just, he sucked. He He's sucked. a young fat man. <laughs> Well, we had an argument about this in our ghost in our ghost recording about McIntyre. Now you didn't like you didn't think he uh, you know brought that much when he came up here. I thought opposite because when you get thrown in hostile environments, when your defense is still gelling, still trying to find its form, and no McAvoy at the time, and you go up to Montreal and you go up to the Rangers, you play your he ass off. He was great in those two games. You're absolutely right. I'm sorry I disagreed with you the other day. You're absolutely right. Oh, holy shit! Stop the presses. What's the date today? <laughs> August 11th. Jimmy Murphy is admitting a wrong. Holy I shit. am. I'm admitting a wrong. You are Holy right. Shit. Those two games were gems, and he deserved to win them. Joe if I'm Gilman. not mistaken, he lost the Montreal one, right? No, he lost both. He lost both. Okay. Yeah, they lost both, but like I said, the only reason they were in those games is because of him. I mean, because uh, that's when they weren't really – they weren't together. I mean, you know, they were still trying to find their way, and they were a big – you know, you remember what? Tuka was out. But Dolan was out because he pulled his, um, I don't know, his, uh, I don't know, his uh, pride muscle. And he was out. And so they had Subban and fucking McIntyre. You know, what, know you, you know what would be a great backup now is, that, is this guy, uh, Chad Johnson. Mm, oh, wait, that's right. Talk, they had him. Oh, yeah, that's talk, right. We talked about him. That's right. Yeah, why, well, yeah, that's right. You know, like, oh, yeah. We, he uh, got rid out. of him in 14. He's been with the Islanders and Calgary and maybe one more And he's like been that. great everywhere he goes. Yeah, I, you know, there's some there's a little Chad Johnson uh, splinter group out there that loves him. But, yeah, he did play well. We got, yes, we got rid of him. So that has been Achilles' heel for sure. I mean, they haven't had a good backup since the Tim Thomas-Tuka tandem uh, back in the cup runs. 
that uh, 2011 Cup run. Hodo, who's it been? Hodoman, Spedberg, um, Chad Johnson, uh, Subban. How many more? It's like the Cleveland Browns fucking quarterbacks. You know who like, I would have um, given a look at, um, but he got signed by the Jets, would have been uh, Steve Mason. Ooh, that would have been nice. Better than uh, Steve Bertillon. I, I feel him. like he's one of those guys, the Steve Mason guy. He's at that point in his career. It's sort of like make or break. He's Philly now, isn't he? Philly? Yeah. I mean, wasn't he like a – Was did he win the Calder or was he – he was like a runner-up, right? Yeah, but he was with Philly. He had some good years in Philly. No, in Columbus I'm talking about. Oh, Mason, yes. But he was in Philly too, right? Am I wrong? Yes, he was just recently in Philly. Mm-hmm. Let me, yes, uh, you're right. He did. He did. When they were like an expansion team, he was their first goalie. Am I right? No, 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 dude. You're you're, you're dating yourself now. Uh, okay. How long has Columbus been around? Is it ten years? Fifteen? Oh, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. two thousand. You know what? Here we go. Two thousand eight, oh nine. He won the Calder, but I think Columbus came in before then. I think Columbus was in uh, oh three, oh four. All right, so I wasn't that far off, Jimmy. Jesus Christ, you're making me like I just came out of a tomb in Egypt. <laughs> oh, you're killing me, lad. Uh, right, Blue Jackets. Let... All right, here we go. Wikipedia. You, you gotta, you gotta make me think now. There we go. Wikipedia. Da 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 da. Team qualified the Stanley Cup playoffs in the first in two thousand nine. Two thousand, the game of the league. There we go. Okay. All right. So here's the thing, Joe. Uh, so we're in agreement. They need, they need a better backup, and I, I would expect, uh, just common sense, and also, I mean, a lot of people are talking about it behind the scenes. They're going to invite – I could see them inviting a goalie in on a PTO for camp. That would make a lot of sense. Yeah, why not? Why not? I mean, you can't do much worse than the guy. And and, and look, we're not – we're not, like, knocking Hudobin. He is what he is. But No, I am knocking. We're talking about a little more than a backup here, right? I mean – Jimmy, close. Jimmy, please. Come on. I know, man. But you're – I mean, if everything I'm hearing right now is true, I mean – a quarter of the season has to go to the second goalie. So we need a little yes. more than just a, you know, a filling guy here. We need a guy that, you know, God forbid somebody, something happens to Tuca, I mean, can step in and, and, and carry the load. So they don't have that right now. I hope McIntyre steps up and does it because I like him. I'm with you. Um, but I don't see him. Really I don't think he's ready for that yet. No, no. But, you know, we're going to do, but. I just, and well, by the way, why is Malcolm Subin even part of the Bruins organization? When they have what the chance that? to let why? him go, he, just let him go. His money? Peace. Goodbye. See you. Why did they sign him again? I, I don't, Jim, I have no idea. Jim, that was the dumbest signing I've ever seen in my life. Is it something that they had to prove to themselves that we have to sign this guy because we screwed up so goddamn bad with that draft pick that we don't know? Was I there think, a guy well, I, I think they look at it where they believe he still has enough skill where they can maybe trade him, and obviously they can't trade him if they don't own him, uh, or if he's not, he doesn't have a contract. It makes it a lot easier. He's locked up, cheap as hell, still has potential. I mean, somebody's going to think that they can fix him, but I mean, I'm sorry, he's, he he lives off. He basically rides his brother's coattails. All right. Yeah, I mean, he's been in the league five years, okay? He's been in the league five years, and I'm sure there were guys drafted after him. There was a few goals after him that were way better. Ryan, oh, uh, let's see. Who was drafted after him? Matt Murray. Yes. Oh, he's pretty good. Um, Look, I'm telling you right now, this is fact. They did that to stick it to the Canadians. Uh, Well, that that worked out, said no one. 
And where's PK now? Oh, he's a pile of shit. Oh, God. Uh, not PK. I love PK. He's in Nashville. But, yeah. So, um, it's funny how PK goes to Nashville and we all like him now. Like when Sidney Crosby smashed his face in the ground. Speaking of PK, uh, side story here before we get into our next topic uh, of what the fuck is going on with the David Pasternak stuff here. Oh, God. Uh, side story. One of my buddies, uh, he's a former NHLer, scout for the New York Islanders, Dorchester Mass native. Went to CM, went to BU. His name is Chris O'Sullivan. I don't know. Oh, Sully, I remember him. Okay, do you, so do you know what he looks like? He was the Bruins, didn't he, for a little bit? Yeah, so Google P.K. Subban and click on images, and yeah. Chris O'Sullivan will probably be in at least 10 to 15% of the pictures you see. Why? Because he is now P.K. Subban's Ray Donovan. Okay, I don't know what that means. Oh, and by the way, he's a Boston cop. I want to see Ray Donovan. Oh, Chris O'Sullivan's a cop now? Yes. Chris O'Sullivan. Well, Irish guy is a Boston cop. That's never, ever happened. And and he's traveling Hollywood over the summer with P.K. Subban. And he is head of P.K. Subban security. No way. And PR. Oh, cool. You know what? uh, I'm looking at Google Images. I don't see any. And I'll tell you how it happened. Was they both? Oh, oh, there's a Caucasian fellow. Is this him? No. There's a picture of Larry David, Larry David's wife, PK, PK's dad, and then a white Irish-looking guy on the right, and that's Chris O'Sullivan. It should come up. Was he a winger, the Bruins? He never played for the Bruins. Played for the Flames and the Islanders. Oh, the Isles, okay. Uh, There are white people here. Yes, I think, yes. He's got, okay, he's got, like, brownish hair. He's got brown eyes. There he he is. I mean, if you, okay, if you go to Google right now and you type in P.K. Subban, Larry David, the first yeah. pi- and then you click on images, the first yeah. picture you see is with Chris O'Sullivan. He's on the right. That's funny. It's hilarious. He's like the hockey version of Ray Donovan. Ray, I got to see that movie. But, I mean, that show, by the way. Good movie. I haven't seen it yet. Looks really good. I want to touch you, kid. <laughs> I know. It's terrible. I love Leaf Sheeper, too. Um, by the way, Larry David's wife is such a cougar, huh? Larry David's wife. Oh is that? God. I've seen. I've seen his show. But is that his wife actually in the look show? Look at her. Look at her in that picture right now. Oh my god! All right, Jimmy, put the KY away. Put the freaking bass. <laughs> this is not. This is a kid show. That's my son's right. upstairs for Christ's so sake. So let's just go to the Czech Republic and talk about. Oh wait, oh, a lot of good-looking ladies in a Czech too. Uh, let's oh, go talk about David Pasternak, who's who's probably the reason he doesn't care about his contract is because he's hanging out in Prague right now with all those beautiful ladies. Um, I uh, mean, what are the Bruins thinking right now? What's what's going on here, Joe? Why do they? Are they getting a little too? I get. I think they're being a little too comfy with this situation. If you ask me, dude, your voice just went Mickey Mouse level. That was insane, right there. I what just happened? <laughs> they're being a little too comfy. Hey, boys and girls! Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! I'm gonna check your sphincter, bro. Uh, anyway. Um, Pasternak, now we 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 uh, when we had our last show about six years ago, um, we talked about Pasternak then, and it's like, how do you not sign this kid? Thirty goals, seventy points. He's your sniper because you trade them all, trade most of them away uh, for garbage. Uh, hello, Tyler Sagan, um, and you you play in the old because Shirelli's going to sign Pasternak. You wait for that. Pasternak get signed yet? By the way, uh, he did. 
All right, so, okay, so what's the bullshit now? Because allegedly he was going to set the mark and they're waiting for him to get signed. Now he's got signed, so what the fuck are we waiting for? Because this is bullshit. The Bruins just do this. They, they, they want to, like, finger fuck their fans. Excuse my French. This is just like we spent hundreds and thousands of dollars on gear, on tickets. We, for your guy, Jeremy Jacobs, your buddy. And this is what you do. You rake us over the fucking coals. Like, is this fair? Is this fair to the astronaut who's come over here? Remember how much, how dedicated he was last off season? He put the weight on. He stayed in Boston. He didn't go back to Czech Republic. He came back and was stud. He sucked in the playoffs, we know. But he came back and just lit it up. Do you remember at one point we thought he might break 50 because he was on such a torrid streak? Um, and this is how you treat him? What the f- I mean, Jesus. Enlighten me on this shit. What, what is going on in your buddy Jeremy Jacobs' head? Bonuses. How much is the bonus that he could get? What is it? Tell me. I don't even have the numbers in front of me, but I'm telling you it's bonuses, and this is what we're seeing more and more with these RFA deals. He's not the only one. Wenberg's not signed in Columbus. There's another young kid. I believe he's uh, – I forget who it was. Um, it's all bonuses now. They Jimmy, are this is, so Jimmy. afraid. No, because, look, we all know there's another lockup or a strike coming. Of course it is because it's okay. very – so the teams now are very hesitant to give that guaranteed money. Got to remember, he signs that deal right now, and that carries in. He doesn't get paid for that lockout year or that strike year. So they're not worried about term. They're worried about bonuses right now. Oh, uh, I got a bonus. And that's about all right it's about right now. I'm telling you, this has to do with the CBA. This has to do with the NHLPA. And by the way, I am not an owner's man. But I will tell you right now, the NHLPA needs to rid themselves of Donald Fear. He doesn't give a shit about them, and he's in it for himself, and he's taking money from the NHLPA as we speak, and they don't even know it because they're a bunch of blind sheep. We're getting on the Eagleston. Um, so here's the thing. This is what I'm breaking out right now. I, you know, I know what you said right now, but this is where I get for Jeremy Jacobs. I'm going to do a sound effect right now. You ready? Yes, you can. All right, this is because I'm a, a huge fucking Star Wars nerd. So I'm just like sticking my lightsaber through Jeremy Jacobs' heart right now. <laughs> I'm just sticking this shit. Like I'm just sticking it in again. Okay, because I'm a nerd, Jimmy. Because I'm 44, and I'm a nerd. But I, I, I'm just, I'm just sick of this. Like the guys that, the guys that we need to sign, we don't, and the guys that we shouldn't sign, we do. Jimmy Hayes. Well, oh, God, come on. Can we just keep a good thing going? Like we're starting to move up the uh, the mountain again. Well, let's not jump off the cliff. Well, they didn't sign Jimmy Hayes. They traded for him. I know, Jimmy. I know. I, I know he traded for him. Almost, I can't believe I in my eyes, Smith. it's almost worse. I, I can't believe we want Riley Smith back after that. Because Riley Smith sucked the second year. He's good the first year. The second year, he sucked. And we and do know. I, I, I mean, we have confirmed it on this podcast again. And for anyone that didn't listen, I can tell you, um, the Bruins offered Jimmy Hayes straight up for Riley Smith back to the Panthers this Told me this. Yeah, leading into the draft. And the Panthers, uh, they laughed more than a Larry David show. Uh, Didn't they trade trade Riley Smith? Yeah, they well, no, they exposed him in the expansion draft in Vegas. Oh, he went to Vegas. But they they literally just laughed. They were like, are you kidding me? Uh, Well... I mean, they know they fleeced us. I mean, and, this and, is... and I want to say too, back to the Tuca thing and uh, the goalie situation. Uh, when that 
ranking came out and all that conversation went rampant on social media, a lot of people obviously kept going back to why did they trade Martin Jones and should have kept him over Tuka, blah, 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 blah. And some guy said says to me, well, why can't we just, you know, trade for Martin Jones now and give them Tuka now? <laughs> I'm like, this is the thing, like, look, we love you all. We, I mean, but if, if you're going to throw trade proposals at me on social media, uh, you can follow me at Murphy's Law 74. Uh, let me tell you something. Don't, don't, I mean, come on. Why would San Jose pick up that salary when they have Martin Jones, who's making almost an extra league minimum? Okay? It's not going to happen. And by the way, I can tell you right now that there's, I know a lot of people in the Sharks organization, and they, they are laughing the so hard that they were able to pull that trade off. Give me that trade again. So that trade was Lucic. No, no. Lucic no. was part of it in a way. Lucic went to the Kings for yeah. Martin Jones, and then the Bruins traded Martin, Martin Jones put. to the Sharks for a first-round pick that they then took, I believe it was Trent Frederick. I, I might be wrong, but they took a guy I know that, you know, was way off the boards and sucks. Oh, good. That, that worked out. Shane Stevenson. What's up, uh, Rob Sumetta? Thank God. <laughs> Hey God, let's let's get that Russian goal. You remember that Russian goal, Ravikov, whatever the hell they they got years ago. Avengi, oh Ravikov. yeah, yeah, good call. Oh, what man. a bag of nice. dicks he was too. They got he was so bad for so long in the drafts. Holy shit. Well, I hear. But anyway, you. well, listen, we yeah. gotta we gotta close it up, my friend. We're coming down on a time. You here. know what, I have, Jimmy, I gotta say something right now. This was better than the first one. This has been what? This is better than the one we did Wednesday night that never got recorded. You think? I don't know. I, I do know because you know why, Jimmy? Because I've had beers, you've had beers, and we're happier. Well, I, I didn't have beers. I did have Tito's, but yes. Wine, have. Tito's, vodka, extra-terrestrial uh, um, elements. Shrooms, acid, you name it. Well, I didn't get into that. All yeah. in the name of the Hydrant Whales, the Boston Bruins, and the Grateful Dead. Oh. Ripple. Good night. This has been the Bruins Beat. Joe Gill. Want to say one last word, brother? You know, when you get the Bruins beat, never turn us off. All right. Come back again. We look forward to having you and listening to you this season. And you listening to us this season. This has been the Bruins beat. Jimmy Murphy, Joe Gill. Talk to you next week. Rest in peace, Jimmy.
Choose to leave us far.